Hey everyone, welcome to the Keep Watching Podcast, where we decide what to watch so you don't have to. I'm James. And I'm Sarah. And today, we're going to be talking about Food Wars. How are you doing today, Sarah? Doing pretty good. I got some standing legs for my desk, though, so I had to dismantle it and put it back together, and all of my cables are a mess, and so my brain is also a mess. It's my struggle for the day. That's so funny. <laughs> I can't believe a story about cables. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I have a plan. I'm going to fix it all, but... No, I mean, do I have a story about cables? Oh, you have a story about cables? Uh, cable adjacent, I guess. Okay, well, I, I would love to hear it. Please help me. So... I messed up. Okay. I, I made a mistake that, you know, could have delayed this podcast. All right. At least this one, maybe longer. Oh. So I was playing video games with my cousin, and we were in the middle of a game. And then I'm going to try to replicate the noise that happened in real life. You ready for this? Okay. Ready? Yeah. And uh, my computer went off <laughs> when that oh, happened. No. <laughs> so I go over and check it out. It's smelling like burnt plastic a little bit oh do you think you know what happened at this point? Uh, <laughs> has this I, ever happened to you before <laughs> i mean i did have a router once that um i guess caught on fire internally for a little bit and then died but this sounds like you did something so i don't think it's that so yeah i i i open up the thing and i start looking around and i'm noticing that the uh, power supply is like <laughs> extremely hot like insanely Ooh. hot this was yesterday by the way okay and um the, the, the computer's not turning back on and this is this is the computer i podcast on so i take out the power supply and i like it's like really hot so it's like hard to even hold it but i like there's like something loose in it and then like pieces of plastic are like falling out of like the fan area oh no so i don't know that much about computers but i guess i know enough that I'm just like, okay, I think I, I think the power supply is broken. <laughs> so I just, I know we have like a podcast the next day. So I like, I go on Amazon and I like put the serial number in and uh -huh. it doesn't bring up the same one, but it brings up one that pretty much looks exactly the same. Okay. So I'm just like, okay, I order it and it's supposed to get here like same day, but it doesn't get here same day. It gets, but fortunately it got here uh, this morning. So I was able to install it, but I did a little like searching <laughs> on the internet <laughs> for, uh, like before I ordered to like see like oh what what happened here yeah and I found a video or I, I actually looked up a video just like how to install the new one mm -hmm. and the guy was like <laughs> started explaining that you probably don't want to keep your PC on the floor oh do you keep your PC on the floor sir yes I keep mine okay. on the floor well it's it, I think it can be okay to keep your PC on the floor except if you have carpet oh which I do. I, I also have carpet. Okay. Now I'm concerned. <laughs> okay, well, this is good. I My mistakes will hopefully help some people. But also, in addition to that, if, you ha if your power supply is on the bottom of your computer with the fan pointing down... Oh, yeah, that would be a problem. Then, uh -huh. then you really, really, really don't want to have your PC on the floor with carpet. With your... <laughs> I think you've had this for a while, and it's been on the floor with carpet yes. for a while. yeah. At first, I thought maybe my power supply was, like, just old. Mm -hmm. Like, because some people were like, oh, five years. Yeah. And it's been at least five years for my power supply. But I'm I'm pretty sure this is just me being an idiot. <laughs> that this happened. But you said bits of plastic <laughs> fell out of it. Well, it, it caused an explosion within <laughs> this power supply that caused plastic <laughs> to break. <laughs> okay. That was the part I was missing. <laughs> yeah. 
I did you hear the noise I made? That's the noise that happened. <laughs> Maybe that noise didn't come through the mic. I don't know. I don't think it came through Discord quite. Oh my god. To the full extent. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I wasn't able to install it till like seven o'clock, and I was done at like eight. And fortunately, the PC turned back on. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> But up until like two hours ago, I didn't have a computer for this podcast. So now here's the important question. Is your PC still on the floor? No. Okay. It's on a chair with no nice like padding on it at all. So <laughs> it should be good. <laughs> I'm not going to worry about mine because my power supply is at the top. So I think I'm, I'm thinking good. Okay. You're smart. You're smart. Here, I just thought like your wife was sick and needed you to help out or something i messaged you and i was like there's a chance i won't be able to podcast tonight but i didn't want to tell you the story because i wanted to tell you the story on the podcast <laughs> yes now everything is content we're not allowed to talk unless we're recording anymore yeah exactly all right i'm glad we're here are you glad we're here sarah i am i am glad we're here all right you say that yes. now you say that now i don't know i'm not sure we're okay we're about to watch and talk about food wars aka shokugeki no soma which I believe is just the Food Wars of Soma is how oh, that kind of translates. That's the kid's name. God, yeah, that's okay. the main the main character's name is Soma. Who is a child? I just feel like I need to emphasize that this kid is fifteen years old. Is he fifteen? I thought they were like thirteen or fourteen in this show. They said fifteen in the like very beginning, and a middle school student. I guess he's entering into high school. The whole anyway, we'll get to it. Yeah. Um. You okay? Usually when we talk about a show. We are going to try to talk about shows that are, like, available on popular platforms for streaming or for watching <laughs> online or are just, like, on a website that we know is, like, free or easy to watch on, something like that. No, like, sketchy sites that you have to go to. Yes. But unfortunately, I, I feel like Food Wars has been on Netflix for, like, I don't know, a really long time because I've watched it, like, yes. twice since it's been on there. But since we decided to watch it last week... And now it is no longer on Netflix. <laughs> Not completely true. Season one isn't on there, but season two is on there, which is entirely unhelpful. But um, yeah, I got my viewing in right under the wire a few hours before they took the first season off of Netflix. Yeah, I don't know how the licensing works for the show, but like you can get like now like only season two is on Netflix and then like HBO has like the last two seasons and then... I think Hulu, as of right now, does have season one, but it's, like, set to expire in 10 days. So, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes and who's going to have Food Wars in the near future. <laughs> but anybody who knows how to use the internet will be able to find this if they want to watch it. But we do not have a recommendation as to where to go watch it. Um, also, before we get into this, Sarah, do you think we should have a disclaimer for what we're about to talk about? couple disclaimers. All right, you do your disclaimers. I think first we should level set about how you and I feel about anime. We talked about it a little bit last week, but I have never really been a fan. I mean, I, I watched some Cowboy Bebop back in the day, a couple episodes of Sailor Moon, but like most of the very popular things have just rubbed me the wrong way. Like if there is mechs or swords that are too big or squeaky girl voice or just like a lot of yelling. It just, like, totally puts me off. So it's very hard for me to find any anime that I like. Okay. Well, I did recommend you an anime that you did like, right? Yes. And how would you describe that anime? Oh, that anime is just 
nothing happens in it, but in a good way. <laughs> it's a rom-com. I mean, a rom-com implies that, like, both of them are aware of their situation at some point. But I feel <laughs> like the male lead is completely oblivious to everything the entire way through. And then it just kind of ends. <laughs> it was it was pleasant and enjoyable and i mean there was there were some parts where it's like maybe if i just muted it and read the subtitles it would be okay but for the most part there was not too much just a lot of yelling so you have a problem with like voice acting in animes that yeah that's probably true okay interesting and i don't know if it's maybe it's a, the english dubs maybe it's i feel like i've watched both like i've seen it with an english dub and i've seen it with the original voice acting and I don't know. It's been questionable all around for me. Okay. Well, now that you say that, I do not have high hopes for the rest of this podcast <laughs> for your enjoyment level. But I think it's funny that I made you watch this. Yeah, you definitely did some evil laughter when you first suggested it. And every time you talked about it since, I could <laughs> tell that you were prepared to relish in, I'm going to say, my misery during watching this. The first, the first anime I recommended to you, I like. I was like, okay, I think I legitimately think you'll like this. Like, it's just a yeah. like wholesome rom com kind of story between like two high school kids. But this is like jumping into the deep end without knowing how to swim a little bit. This one, yeah. So for the second warning, <laughs> this anime is very not safe for work or or the children who are in it. I would say um, it's a lot of. I don't know. Uh, the food makes people orgasm. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> oh, man, you're getting too deep already. <laughs> it, it's it's one of those things that you need to know up front so you know what you're getting into. Because if you, I don't know, you don't want to watch it with your grandma. Or maybe you do. Maybe your grandma's chill. Who knows? All right, let me hit you with some stuff I got off the wiki that kind okay. of explains. Or there's like terminology for what this is. Okay, good. Because I have a lot of questions. Okay. So I looked up the, sh the show, Food Wars, on the wiki, and it describes it as Japanese cooking, comedy, okay. slice of life, which sure. slice of life is like, I don't really, I never heard this term outside of anime. It's just like, you know, there's no like magic going on or whatever in the universe. It's just kind of like, like everyday stuff happening. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, this is categorized as slice of life like the other anime that you like. <laughs> that feels like a mislabeling perhaps what okay <laughs> it's definitely slice of life you'd say okay fine we'll, we'll, okay you tell me when it's not slice of life as we go through okay and etchy are you familiar with this term etchy uh no i'm not okay it's i looked this up on the wiki to see what they said but it's a slang term in japanese for playful sexual actions oh okay yes <laughs> okay that tracks. <laughs> yeah, it's like an actual category in anime. I think this is probably like a more, more extreme form of ecchi, although like I guess I have seen other ones that are like trying to be even more ecchi than this one's trying to be, you know. Mm -hmm. Um but I find this one to be like it's it's funny to me. <laughs> the 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 I don't know, we'll get into it. I think it's more comedy. <laughs> It's all for comedic purposes, in my opinion. <laughs> so yeah, disclaimer, this show is it's a rated R anime. And in, on Netflix, it just says it's rated R for nudity. That's what it says. Like, I don't know, like the very important bits are covered. Yeah. Say. Like, yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. get any nipples. So 
I don't know. Yeah. It's an implied nudity at a certain point, I guess. That's yeah, that's why I think it's it's funny. It's like it's not it's not going all the way. Also, you you briefly mentioned this. <laughs> do, do you have an issue with the age of the people that are in this show? Yes. And what they're doing. You do. Okay. Well, it, I mean, we open on a scene. Can I start with how we open on the show? No, not yet. No. Okay. Then I'll talk about it when I get to it. Because there's just bits that I'm like, why is this what's happening? Let me um let me just equate this to the other things that people watch. You know. Okay. Like you've watched adult themed live action shows that are centered around high school kids. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Yes. But the actors in those shows are clearly not high school age. Yes. So you kind of just like ignore the fact that you're watching like two under supposedly like two underage kids like doing things with each other. <laughs> right. 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 Yes. And I guess I don't know this for sure, but I'm pretty confident that all the voice actors <laughs> in this show are of age. <laughs> and it's an animated show that's supposed to be ridiculous. Yes. So it's nobody, <laughs> nobody was like subjugated to actually having to be naked, like no real person. Yes. 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 So I, I will defend the show from this stand, from that standpoint. <laughs> And there's only like two parts where I actually am like, why, why is this the thing that's happening? And that is when there are not teenagers involved. All right. I think we have enough disclaimers for what they're about to talk about. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready, Chair. You want to start with the opening? Okay. So it opens on, or at least the first thing I remember, I may be a bit foggy on some of the details, but it starts with. There's this restaurant, and there's this kid cooking with his dad, and they're doing a competition, and it, it clearly has, like, little labels, like, says their names and their ages, so he's 15, his dad's 38, and they're cooking some, I think, fried rice dish, and they, the judge of this is a dressed in the stereotypical schoolgirl outfit, like, teenage girl, so here's the part where I'm like, why <laughs> is this man competing with his son to make this teenager have all her clothes burst off because their food <laughs> is too good. This is the part where I'm just like, the ages are a little sketch. <laughs> well, it's Soma's like classmate. They're the same age. Yes, but the fact that her his dad is the one that wins. He's oh, the one that okay. induced the thing. Like, it just, it's just, I don't know. It's also why... Okay, okay, why I'm going to defend this. happens to people when they eat? Is this what happens when you eat everywhere? Why would there be restaurants <laughs> if anytime you ate very good food, your your clothes popped off? Is it just a visual me metaphor? I think so, maybe, <laughs> except sometimes it seems like not. All right. I, ha I had a lot of thoughts about the show. <laughs> All right, good. Okay, even if you hate it, we'll at least be able to talk about it then. <laughs> All right, I will I will address everything you just said, but let's, let's go a little slower here. <laughs> okay. Before we even get in the restaurant... <laughs> I think the first word we okay. So I watched the uh, the dubbed version of this, the English dubbed version. Is that what you watched as well? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Also, I wanted to ask you: Did you watch this on your uh, your Netflix account? Yeah, for a minute I was like, maybe I just make a burner <laughs> profile so this doesn't mess up my algorithm. But then I got lazy. So... But what if you loved it? Well, then, then I would have regretted it, and it would have been fine. Like, oh my god. Okay, but the, 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 I'm pretty sure that, and I thought I didn't ever notice this until I was like watching it to take notes like for the podcast 
I'm pretty sure the first word uttered in English on this show is disgusting, <laughs> which is for a show about food is pretty funny. And Soma, our main character, who we're going to highlight in this first episode. Oh, we didn't even say it. We're, we're going to be talking about the first three episodes of the show today. Yeah, I had to watch three episodes. of. Animes this. are pretty fast, though, <laughs> compared to we watched two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi and that took forever. That's true. The reason I chose three episodes is because I would say, like, we're going to learn about Soma, who's like the main, main character of the show. And then the second episode and the third episode are kind of the introductions to two more of the, I would say, like the most main characters. Mm -hmm. um, and then after that is when you it kind of like a lot of side characters start getting introduced like very, very quickly. And it like the speed of the show like really ramps up after these first three episodes. So unfortunately, this is like, I wouldn't say this is the best that Food Wars has to offer in these first three episodes. Um, but at the end, I'll go through and just like highlight like some high level things that happen in season one just to show you how fast paced the show is. Yeah. So the show opens with the word disgusting. And Soma's like outside of the restaurant. He's like really happy with himself because he's made he's, he's making squid tentacles and peanut butter and he's like eating it. And he's like, man, this is so disgusting. But he's like really, really happy about it. But yeah, like you said, there's going to be a food battle between him and his dad. And Soma's high school friend is going to be the judge. And do you want to more specifically describe what happens to her when she eats these, the food? There's a lot of shots of her thighs rubbing together <laughs> and her face is flush and she, there's some, some squealy noises. I don't think her clothes pop off. That happens with somebody else later. This is how I would describe these moments on the show. For the most part, it's like a metaphorical representation of like how good the food is to them, basically. Except like, so most of the times when their clothes pop off, that's like a cutaway, like stereotypical anime, not the scene scene, you know, like, yeah, like solid background. No, there's no background. Yeah. It's just like, a yeah, it's like an artistic representation of what they're going through, basically. But with this scene and usually like bookending those scenes and other parts, you do see like the thighs rubbing together and the like squirming around like it is actually happening to a certain extent. Like, the physical reaction mm. to the food is sexual. Maybe. So I don't know where the line is. Okay. Well, okay, let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> All that is to say that I would not eat in restaurants if this is what happened everywhere. <laughs> if food was this good, though. I mean, how you could can you order resist? In. You can order in. <laughs> not, from, not from this, uh, the Yukihira restaurant that Soba and his dad or Go get takeout. <laughs> <laughs> um... So yeah, they're have they're basically having like a food battle, and the girl's gonna rule that Soma's dad is the winner. And then <laughs> I will say that his dad has pretty good hair because oh. that's how I judge people on the show. Who's got good hair? <laughs> oh, interesting. Um, but we're gonna find out. His dad starts bragging, and he's like, "What? What is that? Five hundred losses in a row, Soma." <laughs> so his dad is like really ragging on him about apparently he's five hundred and O in cooking battles against his son i think he comes back and he's like no no it's only like 485 calm down 489 is the number I <laughs> yeah so soma is very defensive and he's like i've only lost 489 times and this is like the first glimpse of like i really like soma on this show he's a really cool main character to me like no matter like how many times he's beaten or whatever he like it just doesn't matter to him he just like keeps plowing forward yeah <laughs> it's admirable 
Um, and then we get more um, customers reacting to the food. I guess this is kind of what you were talking about. Like they get to eat the food too, and they're they're a little like less like it seems like it's actually happening to them kind of thing. Yes, yes. But no, no clothes have been ripped off yet. I mean, that part definitely happens. <laughs> oh, it happens a little later. <laughs> and then, uh, so someone's like a little a little upset that he lost, but his his friend came over, the one that was that judged the food, and she's like, "Oh, don't worry, yours was still really good. Your dad's is just like out of this world." Um, so it's not that Soma's bad; it's just his dad is like insane, basically. Um, and then because she was so nice to him, she, yeah, she's he, nice he decides, to him. He decides that she will uh, she will be a good test subject for his his disgusting Squid food. <laughs> Squid vengeance is what it is. It's not really vengeance, unless he's a little upset with her for not picking hers, but his or whatever. But uh, I guess. Yeah, so he's gonna feed her the uh, the squid peanut butter that he was making in the very beginning of the show. I would like to read my notes that I wrote yes. for this next part. Do you want to describe what happens? I'm just gonna read this note. Okay. <laughs> We're two minutes and fifty two seconds into this, and this girl is getting metaphorically raped by a squid. What have <laughs> I gotten myself into? Yeah, this is the this is like the worst that the show is. I think right here. I don't so apparently know. bad food is a bad, bad experience. Oh, I guess. I don't know. So this becomes like a thing in the show that like Soma and his dad are like the only people that do this in the show that like they actually like try like they, they, what what it is is they like to like test the like the weirdest combinations of food. Mm -hmm. And then when they end up being bad, they actually kind of enjoy the fact that it, it, they like found yeah. something that tastes so bad. <laughs> and... I think they get into a little bit of what his dad has made, and I don't think that has anything to do with squid, but Soma really focuses on mixing things with squid. Yeah, all of his bad dishes are star squid <laughs> involved in, yeah. in the episodes I've seen. Which causes people to eat it to be, like, metaphorically attacked by a squid, basically. Yes. And then just, like, rock back and forth and mumble to themselves about how violated they feel by this dish. Yeah, and th so this is kind of, like, it's it's supposed to be funny because, like, stereotypical like anime or mm -hmm. like pornographic anime or whatever like will have tentacle monsters in them yes. that do things to women and this is supposed to be like making fun of that basically <laughs> but it's like he's a terrible friend <laughs> like she was like <laughs> yeah. oh you know you're getting better and he's like try this ha ha he's <laughs> just like oh man come on yeah it's it's the it's a very weird choice to start a show three minutes in. Yes, but they wanted to be real straightforward about what you're buckling in for, I guess. Yeah. The other thing about these like etchy animes is that like they are targeted to like thirteen year old boys or whatever. Yeah. And people like me who used to be thirteen year old boys, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're they, him and his dad are going to be bragging about the nasty food that they've made, and then we get the intro song. Did you actually watch the like intro and the outro of the show? Yes, it was fine. It was okay. I was gonna want. I was wondering if you had any notes or if you noticed anything. What happens a lot in these like intro outros of animes, mostly the intros, is that like they might change up the intro art and the song like every twelve episodes of the show if it like changes story arcs or whatever. And if you watch them, like you might actually get a little spoiled as to like what's going to happen. <laughs> So there's a lot of characters in there that are going to come up, but they're like not going to be, you might see glimpses of them in these first three episodes, but they're not really mm -hmm. going to be like have lines or anything. 
Right. But there wasn't any okay, there wasn't any characters that like stood out to you in the intro. I might not have focused super okay. hard on the intro. <laughs> like it was my moment to um just collect myself before... <laughs> after the first three minutes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so we cut back to Soma in the restaurant. And he's like sitting there. He's like this is our first look into like how uh, meticulous like Soma is about his cooking. And he's like sitting there thinking while he's like cleaning up the restaurant. He's like, if I only had given the rice three more flips, I totally would have beaten <laughs> my dad. Like that's the level of precision yeah. that like is like the difference between him and his dad. He is very serious. He's about very it. serious about it. Um, and they're about to close shop for the night. But then a woman and three dudes come in the restaurant. Oh, my gosh. This was so dramatic. <laughs> this was it very was dramatic. Very, very dramatic. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Should get serious quick. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like her shirt shrank during it. Maybe her skirt got a little higher at some point. It was <laughs> she like all anime women was hot. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the, the girl in the beginning is kind of like a, a young school girl, like petite, I guess is what you would yeah. call her. Whereas this is an adult character, I assume. I was trying to come up with like a funny term for the for like this show is gonna have a few characters like this woman, basically. Um what, what how would you describe this one? Um like physically if she's busty. Yeah, busty, yeah she's I busty. I thought we could use the term bodacious babe. Oh yeah, yeah, she's definitely a bodacious babe. <laughs> okay. Yes. I don't know really what bodacious means, but I think it works here. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. It works. But right away, uh, someone wants nothing to do with this woman. Well, they clearly have a history. Yeah, I don't know how long the history it is, but at least like one other time they have met. She's like trying to shut down the restaurant and buy it so that way she can build a high rise or something. Yeah, it was like a fancy hotel or something. But basically, Soma's dad is like right in the kitchen and he's hearing all this and he does not interfere at all and like... Thelma is just like taking the lead on this conversation, even though he's yeah, like a 15 year old. I don't understand kid. why this bodacious babe is negotiating with this child about buying this restaurant. <laughs> but this is kind of the, you get, it's a little bit of a glimpse into the like relationship between Soma and his dad, where his dad just kind of like lets Soma like do his thing. <laughs> I would describe his dad as a bad dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. The degree to which he lets his do lets him do his own thing, but that's for a later scene. Yeah. So basically, this woman is like she kind of like starts threatening the restaurant to a degree, and she gets Soma to kind of agree to this these terms where Soma's bragging about how like they never like a customer never leaves this the restaurant unsatisfied. Then she's like, oh, so if you were to leave, like, make a customer unsatisfied, would you close up shop? And he and someone's just like, yeah, we totally would. Because, <laughs> you know, the random offhand shit a 15-year-old says is definitely a binding contract. Yeah. Well, Soma's, Soma's a boy of his word. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, so she le- she does leave the restaurant, but uh, she leaves with this uh, ominous feeling that she, of course she's she's got some scheme going on of course and then we're gonna get a scene of soma's like just like walking back home from school or something the next day yeah and he calls his dad and his dad's like bye forever or no i can't open the show uh, we're not opening the store today i have to go help a friend bye see you later just like yeah <laughs> go deal with yourself yeah <laughs> hey soma's dad's a big deal i guess but like someone can take care of himself I have noticed a theme in some of the recent anime that 
you had me watch is that like whether it's just for plot's sake or whatever like parents just don't interfere with their their teenagers lives at all which is like oh go live in your own apartment and go to school don't care goodbye yeah i don't know how common that actually is i like they're in middle school right now so i don't i think in middle school like you usually live with your parents but i think i think to some degree like when you get into high school in japan it's almost it's kind of like college where like you're trying to get into like a certain high school Mm, i don't think you're necessarily gonna like go across the country to go to a different high school but maybe um but i think that does lead sometimes to like high schoolers do live by themselves Mm. um if they are like need to live somewhere else to eat more easily commute right um i don't know how common it is but a lot of the times the characters that will be in animes will be in this in this situation yeah it is awfully convenient for them to get up to whatever they need to get up to yeah someone's actually not in this situation but his dad is just like i I need to not around his dad doesn't really explain himself at all yeah um so someone's going to get back to the, the restaurant, and the, the restaurant has been totally ransacked. Specifically, all the meat has been, like, just taken out of the fridge and destroyed, and all the food has gone bad. Yeah, I don't actually think they took everything, anything, and it was just, like, they destroyed all the food in the restaurant. Yeah. I guess you're right. It might not have been all the food in the restaurant, but the meat specifically was destroyed. Very specifically. And we're going to find out why real fast. Yes, because even though this place is not open... This woman comes back. Yes. Yeah. As soon as someone gets back and sees that, like, the restaurant is destroyed, this woman shows up. And even though the restaurant wasn't even supposed to be open today, mm-hmm. but the woman is insistent and, like, kind of, like, calling him out and, sa- like, for saying what he said before. Like, I'm a, I'm a customer now, and you said you, would, like, you could satisfy any customer. And then... She demands a meat dish. Oh, do you want to specifically describe... <sighs> I forget her exact words, but something along the lines of a big, thick, meaty dish. (laughs) What she wants from this small child. (laughs) She says she wants a big, thick, juicy steak. There we go. (laughs) Yeah. It's also a thing in these, in these like etchy animes where like they're targeted like 13 year old boys. So like, I think they go really heavy on this stuff. Like in the first eight to 10 episodes to get you hooked yeah and then (laughs) most of them will lay off after that to a degree Mm -hmm. um but because of the nature of this show like people are always eating food and reacting to how they're eating food Mm -hmm. but it won't be there are plenty of like old dudes who eat food in the show and react (laughs) you know like yeah but that but that mostly happens later Mm. (laughs) whereas right now we're going to get a lot of bodacious babes eating front load it with the bodacious babes yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly um soma does not hesitate here he's just like okay (laughs) like he's seen how bad the restaurant is destroyed but he's like okay i'll i'll make you like i'll have your order right away (laughs) it's basically how he reacts he had some groceries for breakfast the next morning, so he improvises with some bacon. And there's like a semi-legit recipe in the middle of this show, which I was not expecting. Oh, okay. Like we'll we'll get to that. I'll step. explain. I'll explain. <laughs> I'll explain the nature of the show when we get to that. Okay. So, so yeah, I don't know if all the ingredients that he's about to use were like he was bringing them back from the store and that's why he had them, or if only the bacon is what he had. Yeah, I think, like, they probably didn't go through the effort of destroying all the potatoes in the store or whatever, like. Yeah. So he has, like, potatoes, mushrooms, onions, 
seasoning and bacon that he's going to be working with, basically. And do you, do you want to describe how the show <laughs> shows cooking? If you get, basically get like a montage of someone making oh, this yeah, dish. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like the food is beautiful and they're just like oh look at how amazing the food is that and it's i don't know really close-up shots of it glistening and whatever it's cooking in and it's very proud of its food drawings i'd say yeah this food looks good in this show right i'm, I'm not crazy okay yeah, good. Well, it looks good okay yeah I, I don't know if like somebody was like damn i'm really good at drawing food and they're like i need to make an entire like, well this is a this was a manga. Like all animes are usually their mangas before their animes, mm. but like they were like, I'm gonna write an entire story so I can just draw a lot of food. <laughs> I don't know if that was the <laughs> order of events for the show. Um yeah. So but as someone's cooking, she's kinda like the woman is kinda like you can tell she's getting a little worried because she's like really confused because she's like, Wait, this guy has no meat. How's he gonna like make me a thick juicy steak? <laughs> yeah, she thought he'd give up immediately. Yeah. So clearly she knows nothing about him. Yeah. So like yeah, so pretty pretty quickly this montage ends and Sam uh Soma has created a pork roast and the woman is like pork roast and she's like <laughs> so confused and she's like skeptical and she's like angry and she's like yelling like how dare you try to like sell this as being a meat dish or whatever. But he goes her into trying it because he's all overconfident and snarky. Does he explain does he explain the dish before she eats it the first time or I think it's after. Yeah, he like goats her into trying it. Like, oh, if it's not if it's not a meat dish, why don't you taste it and tell me what you think or like whatever. And um, yeah, she's gonna take a bite of this pork roast. Do you want to describe what happens when this woman eats this the pork roast? She enjoys the pork roast. <laughs> it is much like the scene earlier. There is some thigh rubbing. She's flushed a little bit. I don't think. It quite goes into full effect until after he explains it. Like, I feel like it's a second bite puts her over the edge. Yeah, so she takes the first bite. And this, this is like, this is basically the formula of the show, right? It, it's mm -hmm. like somebody makes a dish, somebody eats the dish, somebody reacts to the dish. And then, like, the sh whoever made the dish will, like, explain what they made. I think the show is actually pretty accurate with, like, its culinary advice. Like, you, I think there are, like, people out there that actually try to, like, replicate the dishes that people make in this show in this anime i have a feeling the effects are different <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm sure the the eating is different but i think like the recipes that they're kind of like dishing out here are like mm -hmm. they're not given like step by step like oh like this amount of this and this cook it for this long I, sometimes just they like do. a general situation they're like potatoes yeah. and onions and they, they get really deep into like the theory and sometimes they get really deep into like the science behind like the uh, they like to use the word umami and um yes uh yeah they get into like the chemical reactions of like that cause like flavor explosions and stuff it's like it's <laughs> it gets really deep and i think it's i assume it's accurate but maybe i'm just naive i don't know <laughs> i don't know did not try any of these recipes myself <laughs> by the second bite she's she's over the edge and clothes pop off and and her minions i guess also are eating it because their clothes pop off and they very much enjoyed the food. Yeah, yeah. So this is the first time where, like, sometimes there's, like, an artistic description or, like, background that goes along with this. But I think in this one, it's just, like, oh, like, the, their clothes have been, like, torn to shreds and they're, like, flying off their bodies. <laughs> and, like, yes. not only the woman, but, like, the three dudes also, like, can't mm -hmm. resist eating it. And they eat it and, like, we get them. They're all, they're naked, but they're, like, yeah, covered up where they should be covered. Up, I think. And they're all 
screaming to some degree. But this, like what you said before, it does. It didn't actually happen in real life. It's supposed to be just like an extreme metaphorical experience that they're going through. But again, the squirming and the thigh rubbing together and the flushness did happen <laughs> in the quote unquote real world. I guess you could look at it that way. The bottom line is the food is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he has defeated her. Did you did you get hungry watching the show, Sarah? Um, I had actually just eaten right before, so oh, okay. You no, know. sometimes I get I get hungry watching the show, and I'm vegan, and they don't really make that many vegan dishes on yeah. the show. <laughs> I actually, so I actually rewatched like almost entire season one this week <laughs> in preparation because oh, I was just I watched the first few episodes. I was like, well, I can't stop now. <laughs> And there's like a point where they make like eggs Benedict or something. Mm. I don't even think someone makes it. Somebody else makes it. And I, for whatever reason, I was just like, dang, I want like something really salty to eat right now. <laughs> like that's mm. what I thought yeah. when I watched it. Um, but before, okay, before they eat it the second time though, when Soma is explaining the dish, he says something. And this is like a big character characteristic of Soma. Mm-hmm. Uh, where he's like, oh, I, one time I made a mistake where I, like, let the juices from this meat dish, like, touch the, like, mashed potatoes on a plate. It's like, first of all, that's like... <laughs> that's like normal thing. potatoes 101. I don't understand how this is a mistake, but sure. Yeah, I guess with that Howard, they, they, like, prepare their dishes at this restaurant. Like, he wasn't supposed to do that, but it happened. Yeah. And then I don't know if he, like, replayed it or whatever, but he ended up tasting it, I guess. And he was like wow that's actually really good <laughs> i actually remember some of the little the science i did he basically like it's like potatoes and then he like cut up mushrooms and the mushrooms somehow like absorbed all like the flavor of the bacon and then he prepared it in a way where it like it like um, the entire like potato wrapped in bacon thing like kind of like cuts like it's a entire meat a dish basically. Or whatever, yeah. Yeah. but basically like <laughs> this challenge also is like and this is like a kind of like a running thing in the show it's like it's totally unfair like all this woman has to do is eat this pork roast and be like that's nasty and like she would win the bet between them and like soma would close up the restaurant like that's what would happen but because it's so good she like can't contain herself yeah she like kind of tries to be like oh it's not good and it's not really a meat dish so whatever and then like soma threatens to like He's like, okay, if you don't like it, I'll throw it in the trash. And then when he does, he says that and he picks it up, she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and she basically like can't stop herself from admitting that it's like the best thing she's ever eaten in her life. Basically. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and because of that, Soma saves the restaurant. Easy peasy. Yay. Yeah. And he's so nonchalant <laughs> about it too. Like he's so confident all the time. Yes, he's so confident. I love Soma. He's great. <laughs> And he's like, he immediately just gets to work, like cleaning up the restaurant. Mm -hmm. um, and then we're going to get to the end of this episode where his dad comes home and he's like cleaning up the sign. And he's like, he's just like, oh, what happened here? And someone's like, eh, we just had a couple rowdy customers. That's all. Like he, Soma did not explain his situation as much as his dad doesn't explain. They do himself. not communicate well. <laughs> yeah. They're just, they're just two cool customers who don't want yeah, they're, they're to elaborate cool. on their story. Someone's like really happy he saved the restaurant. He's really looking forward to like, he basically wants to run this restaurant when yeah. he grows up. That's like his dream. And his dad's like, his dad just comes home and is like, hey, we're going to have to close the restaurant. <laughs> For like two years. For like two years, yeah. And Soma's like just devastated. <laughs> And he won't tell him why. He's just like, no, I got to go away and help a friend for a while. So, you know, whatever. Bye. And he, I guess he enrolled him in this 
amazing cooking school. Yeah. And it's like, you're going to go to school and get better. And then, you know, two years will go by and whatever. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. We And at the end of the show, we find out that the school that he's being sent to, his dad says there's a little bit of a inconsistency with this but at the first his dad says that like the graduation rate of this culinary school is like less than 10 percent, right yeah that just seems like a bad school <laughs> not like a super competitive school but... like they're bad at teaching people <laughs> well i guess yeah i guess we don't get deep enough into it to really understand it but i'll, I'll explain at the end i'll explain the entire mm-hmm. every all of the questions you have <laughs> But uh, I think in episode two, we're going to get into like a little more like talking about the how hard it is to graduate. And they, I feel like they make it seem like it's like less than 1% at some point. They make it seem like it's the Thunderdome. Like it's. It is the Thunderdome. <laughs> um, all right. So we're going to get the closing. Did you pay attention to the closing song at all? <laughs> um, no. I mean, it played, but I, I paid attention to the part after the closing song. Okay. <laughs> All right, we won't talk about the closing song then if you didn't watch. It's basically like a lot of the same characters that are in the opening song, except like they're just like all naked the whole time. Didn't even phase me at this point. Yeah, okay, see? At some point when you're watching the show, you just start watching it and accepting what it is and you don't even really pay attention to (laughs) the the, uh, explicit content that's happening. I feel the need to say like, I don't have a problem with explicit content. It's just... It piled on with all the anime-ness of it is just, like, too much for me. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't bother me either, but... Just very, very silly. I'm sure it will bother many other people that... <laughs> yeah. Hopefully nobody that actually listens to this podcast will care. <laughs> all right. But, yeah, I have a final note here, which is now there's a woman in a waterfall. I guess that makes sense. Oh, you didn't even finish the scene. I did finish the scene, but that's what I wrote before the scene <laughs> It's just like, sure, okay, I'll accept this. Okay, the entire scene. Okay, and so a lot of these episodes will have after credits. um, At least early on they do. But then they always, like, re-show what happened in the after credits almost every time. So you don't really Mm -hmm. have to watch the after credits. So we're going to see this scene again in the next episode. But it's basically, like, the girl. a girl is under a waterfall, like, having a relaxing time. And then a jukebox falls out of the sky and hits her in the head. Yes. Did you? Okay. I was like, did yeah. you miss that or did you just see it in the next episode? No, no, no. I saw it. I oh, just. You didn't write that down? Well, I was writing this note and then the jukebox came out and I was like, I have nothing else to write about this. Okay. I won't forget that this happened. I don't need a note for it. <laughs> well, you didn't mention it. I, you waited for me to mention the jukebox. Oh my God. <laughs> they, then they cut back to like reality and she's like tasting some food for somebody and then she's like, really intense and in criticizing it and she describes it as like eating that felt like i was bathing in a waterfall and then i got hit in the head with a jukebox that was like her artistic representation of how she felt when she ate this guy's <laughs> this is a whole new character that we haven't met before yeah which brought out so many more questions yes yes. Yes, yes, yes yes like is it just soma and his dad who have a particular cooking style that has that reaction and other people's food cause different reactions? Or do people just react differently to food? Or what is happening? So, in general, the people at this academy, the name of this academy that someone's going to go to is Totski Academy. Mm-hmm. In general, like, people that are making food at this academy, at least, like, the higher-end students of the school, like, they all will serve dishes that make people feel good. Okay. But, 
we're going to learn about Arina, who is the girl we just saw in the after credits of episode one. She's going to be the character that's focused on in episode two. Mm-hmm. And we're going to learn about her, but she is like the one person who has these like very weird interpretations of oh, how so she feels when she her. eats her. It's just her. It's her when she eats food, basically. Okay. Except, no, we'll get to that. Because we're going to get a couple of weird moments, right? I think we are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's like in a bath and then there's a gorilla. Wait, hold on. Let's pause for a second. Okay. Are you doing okay? Am I doing okay? Yes. I mean, I will say that by this point, I had decided to take notes and like do a tally of how many times I wanted to stop watching this show. Okay. Well, you didn't decide this until episode two. Part of the way through episode one, I had been like, okay, this is. I'm feeling that has happened before. Let me just like note down how many times I feel like <laughs> this is the point I want to turn this show off. Okay, damn. I guess that spoils the... We've already spoiled it. Okay, what, what's your tally right now? What's my tally right now? You know well, what, I didn't... Tally was, oh, you didn't like divide it up. I mean, except it, it actually does... Okay, so my... Well, why don't you guess how many times over the course of three oh. episodes I felt like I oh, wanted to three stop episodes? watching. All, yeah, all three. Oh. Um, I don't know easily double digits oh actually not that's nine nine times basically three times an episode i was like i need to turn this off no wait i said i would watch this only three times oh man they're only 20 minutes long okay but if you get to the better content of this show i think you might actually like it <laughs> i don't know it's unfortunate that this is how the like show is marketed in the very beginning but uh well no, like honestly it's the parts that are like really over dramatic for no reason and there's a lot of shouting where i'm just like please stop shouting so uh, much okay, like there's okay. no reason to behave like this okay we're gonna get into over dramatic stuff in episode two right, do you yeah. even want to keep going sarah i do want to keep going because it is kind of funny to talk about okay good okay at least you're having a good time on the podcast right yes definitely that's the real goal i don't think i'll be watching episode four though because i can't <laughs> because netflix doesn't have it oh no Hulu for the next 10 days. You're good. <laughs> All right. How do we open episode two? You were about, you were going into it. Um, well, she's in a like hot spring, I guess. And then there's a gorilla or I guess it's the waterfall first. They do the waterfall bit first. And she yells at some boys who were making some soup and the soup wasn't good enough. Yes. And somebody else's soup was not good enough, but it tasted like a gorilla in a bath or something. It, it, she was like, <laughs> she says like, this dish tricks you into feeling like you're having a nice, relaxing hot spring until you realize you're taking a bath with a gorilla. <laughs> this is how she describes things she eats. <laughs> and they all seem really confused, but also like in awe of her. Yeah. So like her descriptions don't really help them get better at cooking because they don't understand them, but they acknowledge that she's amazing. Yes. She's, uh, she's a legend in the cooking world, but we don't know why yet. It's very mysterious. And really what I think they focus on in this second episode is like, it's the contrast between Soma and this, this girl's name is Arina, mm -hmm. how polar opposite they are in their like approach to cooking. Yes. Um, and this is kind of like a running rivalry slash point of conflict in the show is these, these two characters. Yeah. She's very fancy and like upper class and he's like street food diner boy. And so they, they clash on that. That front, yeah, I guess. And not only Erna, but when Soma 
gets to Totsuki Academy for the first time, he's just like looking around and he just notices that like there's like kids getting out of limousines when they get to school and like almost everybody he sees is like super high class fancy kid. Mm -hmm. And their parents like own like really fancy restaurants or like big food businesses and just like everything is he's way outclassed by everybody. Yeah. And, like, some kid actually talks to him, but then when he mentions that he, like, works in a diner, the kid is, like, like, so terrible to him. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, Such a does jerk. he, like, kick, doesn't he just, like, kick him in the face? Yeah, yeah. He starts screaming at him and, like, get a, <laughs> like kicks him away from him, and it's just yeah. pretty much awful. Treats him like he's a disease, basically. Yeah. Someone just like brushes it off. He does not care. Yeah, someone's so cool. It does. You can insult this guy all day, and he'll just like it'll just roll Whatever. right over him. <laughs> yeah, someone's awesome. Someone it makes this show watchable. I love this guy. But so what I don't get is we we get a scene where we cut to his dad, who is apparently super famous in New York. Like he's on a call with his dad, and he's like, "Yeah, I went to India and Italy and Spain with my friend, and now we're in New York." And I'm like, "It's been an afternoon." What? Yeah. What has happened? Dude, he's high class. He's taking jets to get, like, serve important people with important meals. But, yeah, he's, like, cooking at a restaurant and, like, everybody is, like, freaking out because, oh, he's here. And he's, oh, there's a, a monk who's been, like, fasting. And he just, like, this is this is not a metaphor. He literally strips down <laughs> and abandons his faith and is just, like, doesn't matter. I need to eat. And yeah. yeah, that had to happen in real life because it's the idea is, like, he, he ripped up his, like, monk attire or whatever because he's, yes. he's like he's basically abandoning his faith because he needs to eat soma's dad's food and he can't fast any longer but so what i got from this is that his dad is famous everywhere else except for japan because like if he had been famous in japan that rich kid wouldn't have been like oh you just you know your family has a dumb diner he would have been like oh your dad's that guy awesome so i don't know why he can't attain this fame in japan it's weird yeah, Soma's dad is another like big point of mystery at the beginning that you get a little bit of a look into it in like halfway through season one, and then his dad becomes like a, a more important character later on in the series. But you didn't you didn't think it was weird that there was a monk in New York City? <laughs> oh, is that a clue, or is he not actually in New York? <laughs> no, it wasn't a clue. It was just like why was there? He was like a. I wanted to say he's he was like in the Empire State Building. It was like yeah. the idea, and he was on like the very top floor. And then this monk just like takes the elevator up. I guess they have uh, what do you call like temples or whatever in New York? Maybe so. Maybe this monk just lives in New York. But it was I thought I always thought it was weird that there was a monk in New York City. Word of mouth or Twitter told him that that Soma's dad had showed up, and he's like, "Oh, need to abandon everything I've worked for to get this good good food." The idea is that Soma's dad is like a god when it comes to cooking essentially is the idea very well respected except in japan or at least by rich teenagers in japan i don't know the sense that you're supposed to get i think is that like we've seen how he doesn't really tell his son anything and since the story is from the perspective of soma for the most part it's like we don't know anything about his dad because soma doesn't know anything about his dad from so soma's perspective it's like he's just the number one chef at the diner that they work at and he, has, he doesn't even know how good his dad is compared to everybody else. He just knows his dad is better than him. But I would think if his dad was that good, like, because Soma mentions the name of the diner, right? Like, the name of the diner would be famous. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. 
the show does explain that, but it oh, might okay. it might be a little longer. All right. Um, so we're gonna cut back to Erina, and Erina has like a like a secretary almost, who's like a girl that's her same age. Yes, I believe her name is Hisako, and she's like telling her like her schedule for the day because like Erina's like so important that like she needs somebody to like keep her schedule for her basically. Yeah, and she's like in charge of the audition for kids who are trying to transfer to this school. Yeah, she. I don't know. I think it was the entire transfer exam. Like, she's supposed to oversee it. Yeah. This is another thing, which I will get into at the end, over, like, why is she is, like, basically going to be a freshman at this academy. But she's in charge of figuring out if other freshmen will get in. Yeah. It, it shows you how important she must be. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> so she's going to oversee the transfer exam, which is what Soma is going to have to take in order to get into the school. So he's not even in the school yet. He, his dad just, like, sends him over here. <laughs> And Soba doesn't even know that he has to take an exam, I don't think. Well, he's, like, on the way over there. It's just like, mm, school's dumb. Why, like, what are they going to teach me anyway? Like, he does not seem impressed by this place. Yeah, he imagines a cooking school as, like, old guys being, like, teaching you the basics of cooking. Which, mm -hmm. like, he's so far beyond. <laughs> but, yeah, the Soma and all the other, like, fancy kids that are, like, trying to transfer to the school are going to, like, go to this auditorium or whatever. And Arida's going to be there. And her assistant, Hisako, starts, like, describing what the exam is going to be. And then Aaron is just like, fuck that, basically. <laughs> it's, like, it's supposed to be a long process where you get to make, like, three dishes. And then there's interviews and all this other stuff. And she's like, no, don't have time for that. We're going to make one dish. And you'll have to use egg. And if I like it, you're in. And if I don't like it, you're out. <laughs> and we've seen that she doesn't like things. <laughs> yes. And keep in mind that half the time when she's talking, you're just getting a shot of her thighs, because why not? Is that a thing I don't even notice anymore? <laughs> there are a lot of thigh shots. Does Irna qualify as a bodacious babe in the show? I think... I think she does. Yeah. I, I want to say, like, most female characters in this show are. I guess so, yeah. There's, like, a character that is, like, the most extreme version of this that doesn't come up till like, a few episodes after what we've watched okay. and she's like i don't know if she's supposed to be from america but like she like has like blonde hair and she's like tan and she like wears like a bikini and like a short skirt like all the time like everybody's in their mm -hmm. school, school uniform but like this is her uniform and the only reason <laughs> okay. i say she might be from america is because she wears like a bikini with like an american flag design on it tracks yeah but i don't actually know if that's true but i think that's a thing in animes that like they'll they will be like an overseas person, either from like the United States or like, I don't know, like Sweden or something. And mm -hmm. they'll always be like the bustiest character in the <laughs> show, I think. And I don't know if that's like a slight on like Japanese women or or that that's just like their interpretation of like anybody overseas is like, <laughs> I don't, I don't well, know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it is weird. It's definitely something that is not only in this, mm -hmm. this show. Um so yeah, Erin is like, I, you will make an egg dish and I will taste it. And if I like it, you're in. If I don't like it, you're out. And not only are you out, but you can never apply to come to the school ever again. I don't know why she has the authority to say this, but I think she does. <laughs> yeah, it does not make any sense, but that's what happens. And then like all the rich boys run away. Oh yeah, there's a stampede for the exit door. She says, she gives them a chance. She says, if you don't like the conditions of this test, you may leave now and apply again later. <laughs> <laughs> like next year or whatever 
and there is a stampede for the door. Every single person is running out, except for Soma, who's like, why is everybody running? <laughs> He's like, he so like grabs on to the kid that like kicked him earlier and was yeah. just like, explain. Yeah. He's like, so like, doesn't know anything about this school or any of the students who go here or any of the professors that teach here. He doesn't know anything about this school. So he's kind of like, he's exactly like the viewer at this point where he like, mm -hmm. everything is new. We have no idea. And I think that's where we get her backstory of she's supposedly, she's called the God tongue or something. Like her sense of taste is so refined and so good that everyone is very impressed with her. Oh, you didn't go into the specifics of the ridiculousness of this. I think I might have blocked some of it out. Oh my god, were you even paying attention? You, you're missing like a lot of the best humor points. I mean, I do remember she like came out of her mom's womb and then was <laughs> complaining about the breast milk immediately. Yes. It was just like, oh, so pedestrian. It's like, okay, okay. She's very snobby about food yeah. from, from the beginning. Not only could she... Like, did she have the god tongue from when she was born? But she was able to talk like instantly yeah. and tell her mom that like her breast milk was tasted really bland. <laughs> and basically, we get this: she's uh like basically used from the like, point she was like a child to like taste like super high end dishes and basically decide if they're like good enough to be like in restaurants or whatever. From like the time she was like one years old, I think <laughs> she's been like eating dishes for professionals. So that's why she gets to be fancy at the school. Also, I think like her grandfather is in charge of the school or something. We find that out later, but yeah, her grandfather is the director slash like principal, I guess. So a little bit super magical tongue, a little bit nepotism, I guess. Yeah, I guess is is this have we gotten any is this like not slice of life, I guess? Yeah, this none of this feels slice of life. None of this is slice of life. It's just high school kids making food. <laughs> Okay, sure. I don't think that's what I slice of life feels like it ought to be way more mundane than like <laughs> any of this shit. <laughs> I guess. I, I mean, I guess they could have like subcategories, but I think it, it qualifies as that label in my mind. Um, I think you have to start getting into like crazy, like magical powers, like like any show like, like Dragon Ball Z where like, you know. Whoever wins the fight is just, like, powering up to be more powerful for that fight for whatever reason. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And that's the kind of anime that I don't really get into. Yeah, that, um, uh, that's a pass from me that's as a, well. Yeah, this is better than that, right? Come on. Yes. <laughs> I didn't give you yes. the worst anime ever. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, there was a little part here where I was almost back in. Because I think when she was saying, you know, she was getting told what she had to do today. She was like, oh, I wanted to try out a new recipe. And her assistant was like, oh, I want to try it. And I was just like, ooh, lesbians brought me back in. Let's go. But then they got interrupted and nothing happened. She Like, Erina mentions that she wanted to work on a new dish. And Hisako immediately has this, like, reaction. I was like, oh, my God, Erina's making a new dish. And she, like, is, like, thinking about eating it. And Erina notices and is, like, starts getting, <laughs> she's not saying very, like, uh... how would you describe it? Like teasing sexually, like oh, teasing yeah, yeah, her yeah. almost about like, yes. oh, you want to try my food, do you? And yes. they get like really close, like mm -hmm. they're like teasing, like they're gonna kiss. And then Soma interrupts and is like, oh, so I just have to make any dish with an egg in it. <laughs> <laughs> I was annoyed at Soma in that moment. I was like, wait, I found something to latch on to. Let's follow this storyline. <laughs> yeah, I think 
not in so much i guess right here they do but i think there is like more of like bisexual vibes from a lot of the mm. characters in the movie they don't like explicitly say anything like that uh, like everybody's kind of assumed to be like heterosexual or whatever but you yeah. get the vibes kind of like like there's more scenes that are kind of like this i guess yeah you get the little crumbs to latch onto i guess yeah um so yeah soma interrupts them because he he's he's either so confident or so naive that he doesn't feel like he needs to run out of the room like everybody else does yes. i think at this point he's just naive i think also like to a certain level like he probably doesn't care enough either like if he can ever come back to the school again whatever he didn't think much of it to begin with yeah that is kind of like what helps him kind of like it doesn't happen in this episode but like a, a theme going forward is that like soma is very willing to like put his life in the school on the line like yeah. he'll accept challenges where like if he loses he's like forever expelled from the school and he just doesn't care mm -hmm. but it, I, it's more that he's just like so confident about his cooking um than it is that like he doesn't care about the school because at some point he does start to care about the school but he's still willing to like put his like school life on the line <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah erina confirms that he just has to make any dish and then uh we get like a montage of sam of soma making something we don't know what it's gonna be and they're like standing there vaguely talking about it like the assistant girl is like giving you nutritional information about eggs yeah <laughs> like yeah, it feels yeah, very yeah. much like the commentary you'd get over a cooking like reality competition show or something yeah yeah because like hisako like shows arena the soma's file and she sees that like he works at a diner and she has like the same reaction that a bunch of the other kids did where she's like she was like a diner like a, some fry chef is gonna serve me a dish and thinks that they can get into the school and she's like immediately like kind of annoyed at soma and skeptical and like she is standing there like kind of trying to figure out what he's making so that she can like decide that it's terrible before she even eats it is like kind of the goal of what she's doing <laughs> sometimes like when they're in the middle of prepping the dish they'll like get some of the descriptors of what the dish is out of the way by like having like a lot of these chefs are just so supposed to be so good that they can just like watch people and almost smell like what's going on and be able to tell what like what they're doing um so yeah someone's going to reveal that he's making furry kake rice which is apparently not fancy just not fancy at all yeah that baseline kind of dish anyway so you never had this right no i'm not i think it's just like a rice bowl with scrambled eggs on it to some degree okay yeah that sounds not fancy yeah that's what it seemed like i didn't look it up but when soma makes it at first for whatever reason he he likes to do this too where he like makes a dish and it will look like so plain and then he like has like this reveal yes <laughs> and he does this in the very first thing he makes on at the school where he like he just puts out like a little square bowl. It's like very small portion. And it just looks like it's like scrambled egg in a bowl. Yeah. And they like confirm that it's like, oh, this just looks like normal furry kake. So I was like, okay, I guess that's what it's supposed to look like. I don't know. But then he's like, no, it's transforming furry kake. Or... Yeah. Well, Erina basically is just for as like a character moment. She like is like i'm not even eating this you fail basically and she's like <laughs> trying to walk out like because this is just like the most basic thing she's ever seen mm -hmm. and then he confidently without like doesn't even hesitate he's like oh you don't want to leave because this isn't any normal for a kake it's transforming for a kake rice 
Yeah, he is very good at taunting people like yes. into eating his food. He's so good. I love his move. Guy. I love this guy. And she like turns around, and because I guess she pointed out, she like instantly notices that like there's like something underneath the egg in this bowl. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> and then he's like, "And you're supposed to eat furikake rice with rice." And then he like dumps it all on a bowl of rice. And I think I think this is funny too. There's basically like gelatinous cubes that were like underneath yeah. the egg, and then they start to melt. Yeah, but they're also like extra jiggly. They are very jiggly. They are very jiggly. Which the animators, you know, <laughs> had to use their jiggly skills in many, many scenes in, yes. in this show, and so they decided to use it for food too. Yeah, <laughs> basically, like the whatever these cubes are, are gonna like melt and like blend with the rice, and then Aaron is kind of like getting like wow this is actually kind of cool and she's like <laughs> she's like um, maybe i will actually eat this <laughs> and then she like she's still like super snarky with him he's like i will take one bite and that is it and she takes the first bite and she doesn't have like a big reaction from the first bite yeah her clothes stay on so it can't be that good but she like raises her head up a little bit and then she like swallows it and then she realizes that she like enjoyed it so much that she forgot to like think about how to criticize it so she's like goes for another bite and then someone's like i thought you said you only needed one bite <laughs> she, he's so good at like talking the sass from this child <laughs> yeah he's so good and then she's just like shut up i know what i'm doing <laughs> i'll take another bite if i want to uh i love these these two together are so funny yeah they're, they are good foils for each other yeah and so then <laughs> go ahead well then there are these little angel versions of him that appear and like... Well, she she eats another her, bite. Yes, she <laughs> eats another bite. Her clothes, I guess, start to come off. But like there are these little angel versions of he, him that like fly around and are like tearing at her clothes. Or she's like trying to fight them off but enjoying the food too much. And yeah, it's a little... I wrote down the description of this. <laughs> okay, go for it. Ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Erina in a towel in the clouds being tickled with feathers by a bunch of cupid somas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's more accurate. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the it's feathers like are supposed to be doing. She <laughs> wanted to be in her relaxing zone, like when she was talking about soup earlier, but it still transitioned over into... But I don't think the tickling with the feathers was a bad thing. Like the the jukebox hitting you in the head that we saw right and the, the gorilla taking a bath with you was like oh this made this dish disgusting like her tongue was like too good for it but this was good but she didn't want it to be good yeah she was like mad that she was enjoying the dish so much basically yeah. and again this is all metaphorical this is not a nobody's losing their yes. clothes irl right here <laughs> but there is a little blushing and some thigh rub yeah i i interpret this all as metaphorical but i guess yeah, you're like parsing it into these like two times where you think they're different. I don't know. I don't overthink this too much. <laughs> it's fair. It's probably not best. It's best to not overthink this one. I'm embarrassed to say this, but I think this is like my favorite anime. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't know what it is about this show. Like these first three episodes are not the best, but like I really get into like the characters and they're like the show becomes like kind of rom commy in a way. Where it's it's actually really close to the other anime I recommended to you, where like because Soma is so cool and successful with his cooking, like a lot of the girls like 
kind of start liking him like they'll hate him at first but then they like get to know him and then they like kind of really start liking him but soma like never acknowledges that like any girl is into him at all (laughs) (laughs) he only cares about the food yeah i think he's just so focused on becoming like the best chef he can possibly be that he's like he doesn't even notice like when he's being nice to somebody (laughs) and they're like really appreciative of it yeah and if he does realize you're getting to be really close with him he's like here eat some squid with me (laughs) kind of a jerk but they don't hate him after he does that though which doesn't make any sense (laughs) well the rest of him just makes up for it i think i guess you wouldn't be friends with this guy in real life he's pretty good I mean, I would definitely stop taking squid dishes oh, from yeah, him after yeah. the first time. I'd be like, I don't, no, 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 thank you. Yeah. You'd look out for the, the signs of he's trying to hand <laughs> you something disgusting and then you dodge it. Oh, man. Um, so someone's going to like tease her again. She's like, he's like, so is it delicious or not? <laughs> and what did, you, what did you think was going to happen here, sir? Um, I thought she was going to slap him because that feels like a... A standard over dramatic anime move, you know, just like slap him and be like, "No, you can't go to school. Goodbye." Oh, really? Okay. When I first watched this, I thought she was just going to cave like the other woman did, but she actually doesn't, and she just yells, "Disgusting!" <laughs> and Soma's like, <laughs> they do like the weird anime version of like shocked, where like Soma goes like white face and she's like, "What?" <laughs> and that's like the end of the scene. So like, she basically like rejects him and doesn't pass him so soma actually doesn't pass the transfer exam right here yep and that's the end of the episode except it's not oh well, there's the after scene but yes yeah we see this this old man was like behind a door and he was like watching the whole test basically and this is the director who's like Erin's grandfather yeah, her, her grandfather and he tries the food and he likes it and also he's super buff for an old dude it's yeah ridiculous <laughs> But yeah, then he basically like finds the paperwork or whatever that says that he failed and like changes it to past. Yeah. But Erina doesn't know that this happened. Right. It's like he he's eating it after they left, basically. Okay, that's end of episode two. We probably could have stopped here, but I I actually wanted you to see Megumi, who is the third character. This blue hair child. Yeah. I thought you might like Megumi. Or be able to relate to Megami in some way, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I think she's relatable in general. I have a lot of notes about how she's just losing her shit all the time. Yeah, she's that's just... her. Yeah, she's very nervous. We're going, okay, let's. Do you want to keep going or do you just want to sure, stop? Sure, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. This is going to be our worst episode. I can already. <laughs> Nobody, oh, no. Nobody's going to listen to this. And if they do, they'll never listen to anything we ever make. Why? <laughs> This is the first time where one of us is just like, nope, <laughs> with whatever we talk about. I mean, I tried. I tried very hard. Oh, darn. Yeah. I should have just like had you start watching on episode four. It's like what I should have done. Oh, really? I should have just explained to you like, oh, this, you know, this character is the main character. He's like a diner chef who wants to like, is get wants to go to school and be like number one. And then there's this girl who's got the God tongue and whatever. And then, yeah, I should just like you probably would have appreciated the show more if you didn't have to see all this the most extreme versions of so you're telling me that episode four is where it gets good it doesn't have this the, the stuff oh. that you're well i don't know do you do you want to tell do you remember like specifically what moments you tallied like okay i'm done with the show in the first two episodes i think like one part in the second episode was when the rich kid was just like screaming at him and being really overdramatic. It was just like, why? 
why are uh, you so loud and it's supposed to be right funny now. that's like, supposed to be comedy though not drama it's i like, know but it's just like i don't know it's so over the top it's too much for me it's just highlighting like how out of his element soma is supposed to be going into the school i like a little more subtle subtlety okay this to offer I guess. okay I love the pacing of the show. Like, this is the slowest it gets. And then we're just like, next hurdle, next hurdle, next hurdle. Like, we just keep going and beating the next opponent is kind of like how this goes. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, you want to yeah, go like, episode three? Or what do yeah. you say? Yeah, I was just gonna, like, the, like, the cooking and, and the reactions to cooking are funny enough. Like, that's fine. I, that's not the part I have a problem with. It's just a certain level of animeness that is hard for me to overcome. Yeah, the humor of the making and eating of the food is what I latched onto, and then like by a certain point in season one, I was like, okay, like I'm into like all these characters now mm-hmm. as well. Like I, um, but that's that's how I got into the show. But all right, you ready for episode three? I'm ready for episode three. It starts with this blue-haired child. This is Megami, and everyone is like gathered around her at the train station, I think, and they're all like, "Yeah, you're gonna be great, school. Oh yeah." I, I think the idea is that she is kind of from the country in Japan, yeah. the countryside, and like the uh, voice actors in the English version are like, have like Southern accents, basically, mm-hmm. for her like family. So it's like, she's the best cook, but it's a small town, so she doesn't have a lot of competition for that title, really. Yeah, so she's actually closer to Soma in the regards of like, other kids like look down on her because she's yeah. like from the country and they call her a lot in this show they call her a country bumpkin mm, yep. in, the, in the in the dub version <laughs> <laughs> which is uh yeah bumpkin is not supposed to be a, a positive term for me. <laughs> no i don't know exactly what it means but I, yeah it's like it, you're like looking down on them if you call somebody yeah. that um but we quickly find out the totsuki academy i guess has like a middle school as well there's a mil- middle school culinary school and megami Almost everybody that Soma's going to interact with going forward, since he's the only transfer student that's going to, well, I'm spoiling it, but he does eventually get into the school. (laughs) And he's the only transfer student that gets into the school. Um, Everybody else actually has, like, been in culinary school in middle school as well. But it was less intense because it was, you know, middle school. Yeah, I don't know how many, I don't know how many people got flunked out, but it, it seemed as though Megami was, like, barely did enough to qualify for to get into this high school yeah and she she describes herself as like basically she is already failing going into high school like she mm-hmm. she basically is like one failing grade away from being expelled from the school is the, how we get introduced to her which is why she's freaking out all the time yeah or she because she was freaking out all the time is why she's not doing well it's a Maybe. vicious circle <laughs> it is a vicious circle so after we see Megami for the first time, we're going to go to the opening ceremonies for the school year. And there are so many boys who are swooning over the God Tongue girl. Yeah, I actually didn't remember that part of the show at all. <laughs> like, I guess it's because she's famous. I don't I don't know. I, I mean, they're also talking about how she's hot, I think. Like, like she's I guess so. And hot. I mean, in the nature of like how they animate the show, like everybody's supposed to be attractive, <laughs> I feel like. Like, except for maybe a couple characters. So, yeah, I don't, I didn't remember this, this, uh, all the boys. And it's not, the boys that were, like, swooning over her are not, like, main characters. They're, like, side characters. Or they're not even, they're, like, background characters. 
but yeah, they're they're like swooning over her and like talking about how her grandfather runs the school and he's like the mafia don of the food world or whatever. Yeah, it's a bit of just like an info dump. Yeah, of these guys. Yeah, but then we're gonna get the old man from the end of the last episode, and we get we see that he's the director, and he gives a speech that it's like explains the school. It's like you're all gonna fail. This is Thunderdome. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Basically, the idea, the design of the school, and this is kind of like, I, this is actually what I tend to like about animes that I watch, is like, they more often than not are kind of centered around high school life, but then mm-hmm. they have some sort of like dystopian concept in your school <laughs> that makes it like interesting. It's either it's either that or it's like a, like a high school rom-com, which is like the other show I recommended to you. Yeah. So yeah, the dystopian side of the school is that like it's designed to have all of them like battle against each other so that only like the best of the best will survive and then those people will be like ready to be like the best chefs in the world basically by the end of it so like this school will always produce like the greatest chefs in the world is like the design of the school basically (laughs) okay but this school is a bad school and like you could still have that and have like the people who graduate with honors or whatever are the best, you know, chefs in the whole country and whatever. And you don't have to kick everybody else out. You can just let them finish school and they can go be like lunch ladies or something. Like you don't have to like, Yeah. <laughs> there, there, there are tiers of restaurants. We need people to cook there too, you know, like. Yeah. And I mean, these kids are trained so well that like they can be like, they can flunk out of the school and still be good chefs is the is like you don't need certification to like open a restaurant necessarily it just seems unnecessary like they could still have those kids pay their tuition fees and graduate yeah and maintain their the school is super like, status with only the highest ranking ones getting a special seal or whatever yeah i don't know if they just like keep the money after they expel people because like this school has a shit ton of money <laughs> like yes <laughs> we're gonna get into it oh we actually don't really get into it but like in the very next episode in episode four like soma is gonna like go to his dorm room and he's gonna like pass all these like buildings on the way and one of the buildings is basically like a stadium for for kitchen battles like iron chef <laughs> Like, it's like a football stadium size. Of course. <laughs> and there's a bunch of, like, really fancy buildings for, like, different research and the different food. And, uh, yeah, the mm-hmm. campus is, like, massive. Um, so they, they don't have a problem with money when they, ex- when they, <laughs> when they expel people. Yeah, you think, you think this is, like, you think this is not a good way to run a school until later on in the show. <laughs> uh-huh. When, like... A more extreme person shows up and like tries to take over the school and has a whole <laughs> different perspective on how we they should make <laughs> they should make like the best <laughs> chefs in the world. Do they do they murder the children? Is that what happens? <laughs> no, that would get rid of the best chefs in the world. What are you talking about? I mean, the children that fail. <laughs> you think that's the only step down from what they described here? Well, I don't know. Like, I don't I don't know what the middle step is there. <laughs> Yeah, I I guess the show is from the perspective of, like, students who are the best of the best, for the most part. So they end up, like, surviving the school as it is. But because mm-hmm. of, like, later on the show, someone tries to, like, alter how the school works. 
and they like come to the defense of the school and like fight for they actually like fight for the format of the school as it is right now <laughs> so this is okay. like the good version of the, this is supposed to be the, <laughs> it is supposed to be like oh like you're not supposed to like is this old guy a good guy or bad guy we don't really know but he's kind of like presented as a bad guy to some degree especially since he's Arena's uh grandfather you think he's yeah. like tied in with Arena? yeah all right they will show a good amount of like random characters in the audience that are actually going to be like important side characters going forward did you mm -hmm. notice any did you notice any of the characters did they stand out to you uh, i don't think anybody stood out okay. to me I, in the in the intro package and the and like right now i was hoping that you would have noticed the the like american girl with that's like wearing a bikini essentially oh i did not see bikini girl <laughs> actually i think they might not have shown her face i think they might have just shown her like leg or something Oh, well, I mean, I did see a lot of legs. Yes. And she carries around, like, a knife strapped to her leg. Oh, yes, I did see that. Oh, you did see that? Okay, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, I just did not see the bikini or the blonde hair. It was just, That's, like, the last she was most extreme character that is going to show <laughs> up. And I would say, like, her, like, the beginning of her story arc, it, like, ends by, like, episode eight. So it's, like, it, it's right in line with, like, a lot of these other animes that just, like, they go hard into the etchy mm. <laughs> side of things for eight to ten episodes and then they they lay off as much as you can in the show <laughs> yeah i mean at a certain point like you would just lose what the show is if you took it all away <laughs> i love the show <laughs> <laughs> all right um so yeah he's gonna give a speech and then they're gonna we're gonna cut to erina who's like backstage she's like important she doesn't have to stand out in the field and listen to the speech mm -hmm. and she's definitely not thinking about so much yeah no. yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> She's like, she's like literally like still angry about the the, <laughs> the the exam with Soma from the previous day. And then we hear in the background that like somebody is introducing or talking on the mic and they're like, and we have one transfer student uh, that's coming to school this year. We're going to introduce him. And Aaron is like, oh, geez, somebody actually passed through some other like instructor. <laughs> But nope, it turns out that it's Soma. And she sees Soma, like, go up to the thing, so and mad. she's, like, so mad. <laughs> oh, my God. Is he supposed to give a little speech here? Because I felt like maybe not, and he just did. Yeah, I don't know, actually. <laughs> I think it, I think it's customary to, like, if you're a new student, you usually just, like, say your name and yeah. maybe something small about yourself. I think I've seen that before. Um, but... Someone really knows how to make friends, right? Oh my <laughs> gosh, yes. Oh, this kid. I love this guy. It's just like talking shit straight off the bat to everyone. He doesn't even think he's talking shit. He just thinks he, he's like saying it how it is. Yeah, just like he's the best. So of course, why would he not just say that? I wrote down Whatever. exactly what he said, at least the important part. <laughs> he says, I'm not going to lose to a bunch of wannabes that haven't stood in front of customers before. And he's like, so I'm just going to go ahead and take the top spot at this school. <laughs> and he does not know how this school works yet. And neither mm -hmm. does the audience. But making that claim later on, you'll see like why every it's like so ridiculous. And why basically like everybody in the audience like hates Soma now. <laughs> so he literally has like no friends. He has no self-awareness about it either. Like I don't like it does not register with him. That people don't like him because of this. Yeah. He's just like, eh, whatever. Everybody is his enemy now, basically. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Then he's going to, like, walk backstage and have a confrontation with Erna. And, and Erna's, like, pissed. And then we're going to get, like, the explanation that 
I think the I don't I think the old guy is just like list like again just like listening into their conversation outside of whatever like tent they're in. He's kind of a creeper. Yeah, we get like his internal monologue explaining that like uh, like he let him in or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but we find out we find out in the scene that someone's been cooking since he was three years old, and I don't I don't know if he instantly started having like <laughs> battles with his dad at three years old, but like I think he said he like first picked up a knife at three years old. <laughs> Which is how old my son is right now, so... Uh, is he um, helping cooking yet? <laughs> no. no. That'd be crazy, <laughs> though. <laughs> you want him chopping up some stuff? The idea... The somewhat guy's impressive is the idea we're supposed to get out of this. Oh, what I was getting out of that was, yep, his dad's not a good dad. Oh, maybe that too, yeah. And then um, we get this line that is... This is kind of like the running, like, almost like one, one of... Soma's like biggest motivations in the show because mm-hmm. Arina like called his food disgusting. <laughs> he's like, he's like, someday I'm gonna make you say delicious. <laughs> it's like what he says to her, <laughs> and she's like, absolutely not, never in my life. They're digging in real hard. On yeah, these, these, these two, these two are great. <laughs> Clearly not foreshadowing at all that they're gonna like hook up later or whatever. Not at all. I don't know if anybody hooks up in the show, sir. <laughs> We really? It's just like the rom-com that I had you watch. It's like, <laughs> like Soma is never, he never cares or like is like even aware. <laughs> but there's one part, it might have been the last episode, where there's like this, his dad is talking, but maybe not to him. And there's like a scene of like their family photo where you can't like see his mom's face or whatever. And he's like, you just have to learn to find a good woman or something and she'll make you a better cook or whatever. And I was like, well, that's, that's Mm. weird to say to a 15 year old, but also it just like then cut to scenes of her. So it just felt like it was, you know, preparing you for, Oh yes, she is what will make him a better cook because they're destined to be together or whatever. You might be right. Maybe I'm not remembering correctly. To me, I feel like it's more of just like he, find somebody that like fuels his motivation hey i'm fine for that for his dad it was like oh he fell in love with a woman and like that was his inspiration but i don't know i don't know if that's how this i don't i don't i might not be remembering correct it's definitely not like explicitly said (laughs) but maybe maybe it's implied and it went over my head at some point all right we're done with aaron and soma well (laughs) we go back to making me And she's like, everybody like left the field at the opening ceremony. And she's just like sitting there by herself, like in a nervous wreck still. <laughs> like she didn't even realize that the ceremony was over or something. Yeah, it's her the entire episode. Although she did hear Soma's speech and was equally bothered by it and could see that like everybody like hated this guy. And he was like, oh, this, this Soma guy is going to be a problem. <laughs> so she's like, all right, I'm just going to stay away from that Soma guy and I'm going to do my best and then they cut to the first class of the year and soma and megami have been paired up in class (laughs) yeah and so and megami's just like super quiet and like can't believe what's happening and she's like even more nervous freaking out even more yes nervous breakdown after nervous breakdown yeah and someone's just like casually like sitting like standing at his station and he's like super confident and like all the other kids are just like staring at him and being like <laughs> like they hate this guy so much they hate him so much <laughs> oh man and then um they have to cook something i forget what it is 
Well, you gotta, we gotta talk about the the master chef professor guy who oh. comes in. Yeah. What do you think about this guy? The the teacher's gonna come in. Everybody at this school just takes too much pride in not liking food. You and know, not liking food. They're just like, oh, just only the very best. Like everything else is garbage. Like if yeah. you're not, if 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 I like it, you get an A. Otherwise, you get a. I think it's an E instead of an F, but you know, whatever. You're gonna fail. You either fail or you get an A with this like assignment that they're gonna get for this class. And it's like that doesn't help anyone improve. I don't know. Not a way to run a class. Yeah, and this is one of kind of like I highlighted this in episode one where he was like talking about where Soma was talking about how he like made a mistake with the plating once and it helped mm-hmm. him like discover a new dish. And this yeah. is very much like him and his dad's approach to cooking, where it's like they're not afraid to make mistakes. But then Erina and a lot of the other people at this school are like the polar opposite of that, where they're just like, we only find the best of the best by demanding the best of the best. And anything lower than the best of the best is like, just like throw it away, basically. You can't learn from your mistakes. You can't get better. You're either amazing or you're garbage. Yeah. And this is like a a highlighted character trait in Soma that comes up like Mm -hmm. throughout the show. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, they get an assignment. They're either going to get an A or they're going to fail. And for Megami, this is a terrible system because yes. if she gets one more failing grade, she's expelled she's from the school. Out. So we got high stakes already. Episode three. Yeah, but they're always high stakes. I don't think he cooks in a not high stakes situation. Uh, sometimes I do, Maybe but mostly not. Battling his dad. The stakes, the stakes only get higher from here. <laughs> they can only get sense. higher. Um, yeah, you were going to talk about what they have to make. Oh, wait, let's talk about the, the teacher, actually. The teacher is, like, uh, is French, right? Yes. It's Master Chef Chappelle is his name. Yes. And he has, like, a thick French accent in the, mm-hmm. in the dubbed version. And the, the students are, like, kind of scared of this guy, too. Like, not as scared as they were of, of like, Erna. Mm-hmm. But they say that this Chef Chappelle is known as the chef that never smiles. Right. So he's, like, very serious that's something to be proud of. Yes. <laughs> But considering what we've seen so far, when people eat food, that's pretty impressive that he eats food and doesn't smile. Or I guess he just eats bad food, or his life is sad. I don't know. I think <laughs> I'm going to go with his life is sad. <laughs> well, he works for a, at a culinary school with great students. He ha- like he has to have eaten something good at some point. I, so I guess it just means his life is very sad. <laughs> I guess just like the kids that call him the chef that never smiles just have never seen him smile because they've never yeah. made anything good enough for him to make him smile. <laughs> Um, uh, but what, what's the, what's, the, what's the name of this food that he's going to ask them to make? Oh, I don't remember the name of it, but it is some like roast in a pot, right? Like, and it's very specifically takes a long time to get tender in the pot. Yeah. It has a French name. It's like a boo. Blah, blah, blah. I don't even, I didn't write it down. I was hoping that you did. I thought, <laughs> no. you, I thought you'd be on top of it. Sir. <laughs> no, I was, I was. Whatever it is. It's like a bouffon, bouffon or something. Oh, that sounds right. Yeah. It's like something like that. And. Megami's like looking at it and she's like she's like seems like she's like kind of familiar with it to some degree mm-hmm. and she looks at Soma and Soma has like the most puzzled look on his face and there's a bunch of lines throughout this like whenever the chef says like a word like a, a cooking term Soma's like never heard of it before because he's used to diner cooking you know not like... yeah and the, I think the way that his dad taught him how to cook is like he didn't use fancy terms right so he like reads the recipe and he's like, oh, it's basically like this thing that I've made before, but I didn't know what it was called. But like Megami's like really worried, like, 
oh my you've never made this before <laughs> and she's like <laughs> so her, she just gets more and more nervous the like the deeper yes. it gets into this class um so soma is just kind of like taking it all in he's like going around looking at the ingredients and he's he's like not in a hurry at all to make the food she's like we only have so much time to get it in because it needs to be in for this long to be right and yeah and megami gets like right to work and she's like trying to follow the the recipe like step by step and make sure she doesn't mess up she's like super nervous and so was just like in the ingredients he's like hey megami look at all the ingredients they have here because <laughs> he's like never been in a classroom before here so he doesn't like, realize finally that... a little impressed with the school yeah he doesn't realize like how fancy this school is yet so he's, there's yeah. like literally like any food and like spice you could imagine or is like in the cabinets in this one classroom mm-hmm. and i guess like every classroom is like this so yeah, Megami's like cooking and then Soma kind of like distracts her for a second because he's talking about all the food or whatever. Right. And Megami, co- they come back to the pot that Megami had started with the meat in it and like the lid is off. And someone's like, hey, Megami, do you mean to keep the lid off? Because I guess he was paying attention enough to know that she was doing the right thing up until now. <laughs> and it turned, they like open the pot and it turns out like somebody has like dumped like an entire thing of salt onto like the meat that was. Uh, cooking Legit, in the pot i thought the sabotage was just that they opened the lid a bit like i thought it was gonna be that picky <laughs> it was like oh no the steam has gotten out i thought that too when i first watched this yeah uh but no they they took it to the next level they basically did they basically did what the um the woman in episode one did where they just like spoiled all the meat by like mm-hmm. just like drenching it in salt or whatever yeah um and you just see like these two kids on the side that were like glaring earlier in the class they're just like they're just like, yes, let's see you. Very pleased with this one, transverse kid. <laughs> yeah. If they had mustaches, they'd be twirling them. So not only is this school hard, but like people sabotage each other on top yeah. of it. It's, it's this is gonna be a rough ride here. This school is full of dicks. <laughs> it's just not nice. Oh my god. So she's freaking out, and he's just like, yeah, we'll just start over. It's fine. And she's like, there's not enough time. Yeah, it's like it's it's like whatever they're supposed to like slow cook in this pot it's supposed to take like over an hour i would say something like Mm -hmm. that and they only might have like 30 like 20 30 minutes basically right for the rest of the class but soma soma keeps a cool head he doesn't even hesitate he's like oh well i guess we're gonna have to start over (laughs) basically he has a plan at this point and he knows what he's gonna do but we don't know what it is and this is like a uh like the normal way that the show presents it and i feel like he doesn't tell her because it's not like she calms down (laughs) She's just always nervous. I think he does. I don't know if he tells her everything, but she at least he at least tells her like, "Hey, can you do this for me?" And she's like, "Okay." And she's like, "It's not that Megami is bad at cooking. Like she, everything Soma asks her to do, she does it like perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that like her nerves always get to her, and she doesn't have any confidence. So she's another like she's the polar opposite of Soma in like a different way than Erin yeah. is. Uh, uh, so that's why I, I think these three characters are like the main three characters in the mm. show in terms of we get the biggest um payoff for their personalities and storylines um so yeah the kids and the, the kids that like sabotage them are like doing their work or whatever and they're like ha 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 he's never gonna finish on time i can't even believe he's trying to start over <laughs> and they're like looking at their food and then like before they know it someone megami are like presenting their dish to chef Chappelle before they even finish yeah <laughs> their own and they're like what they're so surprised that they mess up their own food <laughs> yeah at the end we know that's that's what happened they basically get distracted and and uh yeah they get their comeuppance yeah 
uh, but yeah, they're going to present the dish that they were supposed to make, but somehow they made it in like a quarter of the time or whatever it was supposed to be. And um, Chef Chappelle is like similarly like skeptical to like like the way Erna mm-hmm. was, but he's like very willing to eat it. Like it's his job to eat it. Yeah, he's he not... does not have a vendetta against this <laughs> yeah. child yet. <laughs> yeah, he has no problem with Soma. <laughs> so yeah, he eats it and he like can't believe uh, he can't believe how good it is. And then we find out that secret was honey. Yeah, so we find out that Soma used like this is this was like the first like super like scientific explanation that we get. Like mm-hmm. the the chemical structure of honey does something with the meat, and then blah 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 blah. Makes it blah, tender blah. so much sooner. Than, yeah, yeah. And Soma explains how he like read something once one time like this is how fast he learns stuff like he read something one time about like pineapple juice does this with meat but then like i think like pineapples and other fruits are like actually pretty expensive in japan so he's like his diner doesn't have pineapple so he like experimented with a bunch of other things to figure out if anything did it the same and he discovered at some point in his life that like honey does the same has the same effect so that's like the secret reveal moment of this dish is like the honey which is important because oh, well okay well you're really you're trying to get this over with no no go ahead go ahead continue <laughs> the chef chef Chappelle not only passes them but he says that if he was allowed to he would give them a higher grade than an a it's like better than the recipe that i told you to follow basically <laughs> is what happens um, and then he actually is like smiling while after he eats yes. the food and everybody's like, oh, my God, he made him smile. <laughs> and then for his cutaway reaction scene, this time Soma is like teeny bees. With honey, yeah. Does Megami eat the food, too? I, for some reason, I think she eats it and she's part of this this uh, metaphorical scene as well. Is she not? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure we get a scene of like Megami is like like bathing in like a lake of honey or something and then soma's like flying around with as like bees with like honey pots (laughs) and then megami like swims away but then chef Chappelle like comes like bursting out of the honey lake (laughs) i'm pretty sure they had like a do like a montage together like i guess they ate it it at the same time i don't know and so now like huzzah he saved her grade they're they're friends now right someone makes a friend so you know what's about to happen He feeds her the goddamn peanut butter shrimp or um, squid, right? Oh, it wasn't peanut butter this time. In addition to saving uh, Megami's grade and making an amazing dish, he had time to make a new disgusting dish in the class, which was squid with honey. (laughs) Oh, right. It's honey squid this time. He combines honey with the squid. And he's like, you got to try this, Megami. (laughs) Megami doesn't know not to eat it, so she eats it. And we get a very similar... Um, uh, yep, yep. Exactly what happened earlier. I want to say that this is, like, the last time that they do, like... That he squids someone? Yeah, I definitely could be forgetting, and it just, like, goes over my head at this point. But he definitely gets other people to try nasty stuff, but I don't think they, like, do this, like, metaphorical squid attacking yeah. them every time. Oh, my God. He does not know how to make friends. He spent too much time cooking. Well, Megami's still going to be his friend after this. Well, that's because she's very nervous, and I think she <laughs> doesn't have any other friends. As far as I know, they're like they're the only two people that are really like kind of like outcasts, like yeah. not considered to be prestigious chefs coming into the school. Yeah, and that's how that's how this experience of watching the first three episodes. I do have a final note 
that I don't remember, which is all the lesbians want to try Erinus food. And I feel like that's a side story that hopefully oh, develops later. I don't know. I think she talks about she's making a new something and there's just a whole lot of ladies who are like, oh, yes, we want to try it. Oh, was that the like, after credits? I think so. Oh, it might have been like she was in her version of this first class or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. There's definitely like I wherever I am in this first season, there's like a new character that's coming up who's like obsessed with Erina and actually mm. like hates Hisako because she thinks like her and Hisako are like too close and they think yeah. that there's like a thing going on between them. <laughs> <laughs> um so she has like like a vendetta against Hisako and that turns into like a, a small plot in the show. <laughs> so if you're if you want to be in it for these uh <laughs> these uh what would you call this? Bisexual potential moments. They're definitely yeah. in the show. Okay. I still don't think I'll make it, but yeah. you know, good to know that it's out there, Dang. I guess. Oh, I kind of want to like spoil an aspect of the show. I guess I'll just do it. Nobody's listening to this, right? <laughs> at this point, <laughs> at this point of the episode, is anybody listening to this? Um, if you make it this maybe... far in the episode, please let us know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to like comment something at us about it. Just be like, I don't know why I listened to it, but I did. And if you liked it, definitely let me know. I can bring <laughs> yeah. something else to the table in the same vein. Oh, no. This is not this is not the most ridiculous anime out there. I believe that a hundred percent. Oh my god. Um all right, do you mind if I tell you a little bit about other stuff that happens in season one of the show? I, I want you to do that. Yes, okay. So right after I think in episode four, we stop with these like like the first three episodes are like Here's an important character. Here's another important character. And here's another important character. That's kind of like the format of the first three episodes. Mm -hmm. But then episode four is like, he actually gets to go to his dorm. And he actually like, he has to like pass a challenge to even be allowed into the dorm. <laughs> and I think this dorm is like the only on-campus dorm in like the school because everybody else can just like, you know, take their limo home or whatever. Oh, okay. But there's a handful of kids that are part of this dorm. I think you would like the camaraderie of like all the members of this dorm. Like they're okay. all, they all like instantly become friends with Soma when they find out like how good he is at cooking and that he passed, like he passed the, he passed the, the test to get into the dorm, like on the first try. It took like Megami, Megami's also going to be living at this dorm. It took her like two months <laughs> to pass it. So she was, she was just like, homeless for two months. She, yeah. She was, she was forced to like live outside. What is this school? That's what there's like a, there's like a house mother or uh, yeah, I think that's the term, the dorm mother mm -hmm. or whatever, who like, like takes care of the house and she like gives, she administers this test. <laughs> and forbids the children from having a place to sleep. Yeah. I think she just, I think she just doesn't let you sleep in the house, but like you can still come in and eat food and, or, and like cook or whatnot. Or okay. <laughs> I mean, it's still pretty bad, but it's supposed to be funny, Sarah. Okay. <laughs> It's funny. <laughs> I just feel like maybe all of the adults in this show need to reassess their values. It's a tough school. Okay. <laughs> That's the idea. It's a dystopian, ridiculous school. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, Soma, this is going to be like Soma's like core friends. They're like all these people that live at the dorm. And they're very like cute together. And they support each other. And they like help each other make new dishes and stuff like that. Okay, that's a vibe I can get behind. Yeah, I, I think I think this show gets better. <laughs> um, and then we're gonna learn about at some point we learn about kind of the um, the hierarchy of how this school works, and this mm -hmm. kind of explains it a little more. So there's the director guy, 
Erin's grandfather. Right. Who like you would think that he's like the 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 high highest point decision maker in the school. Mm-hmm. But that's actually not how this school is run. Oh. The way this school is run is that there's a council of 10 and the 10 members on this council are students at the school. Okay. <laughs> this is great. This is mm-hmm. great dystopian nonsense. Do they wear ridiculous capes when they meet in a big circle? They do have like a, a Knights of the Round Table kind of deal. Okay. Um, but basically like they're kind of like a like a democratic committee or like mm-hmm. they, they vote on stuff. And whatever like decisions that this this council makes is like more powerful than the director's decisions. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and Erina, even though she's a freshman at the school, is like the tenth seed on of the course. council of ten. Yeah, of course. Which is why she was like qualified to administer the transfer exam. Uh, okay. And then um, they're gonna do this is like a stereotypical like high school like anime scene where like if it's your first year in high school, you have to like you like go to the club activities board. And oh, like, okay. look at, you'll be like, oh, I got to join a club because everybody's got to be in a club. And Soma sees like an ad for like bowl club. So it's just like meals that you would put in a bowl, I guess is the idea. Oh, so all the clubs are also cooking. Yeah, this the school is nothing but cooking. There's no oh. other academics at this school that I'm aware of. Um, so he's like, oh, that would be good for the restaurant so he's like i'll go learn some bowl stuff but then he goes there and there's like a guy that like is like the last he's like the president but he's the only member left and okay you you get this backstory or that you get this explained that like what erina does and kind of like the power dynamic of the school is is that like since erina's in the council of 10 she can like recommend to the council that like oh these certain clubs in the school like aren't profiting like because i guess each club is like supposed to make money too because they actually like oh. sell to public. I don't know. It's 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 ridiculous. Cool sounds more and more like a scam. <laughs> it's not a scam. It's just like it's it's for adults, basically. Is what it is. <laughs> but they're high, they're high school kids. But she's like, oh, this club is like not bringing in enough profits, so we should disband this club. And then she'll like go to the club president, and the club president will like challenge her to a food war. To, like, determine whether or not the club gets destroyed. And then, like, she'll make, like, a list of demands. Like, okay, if you lose, though, I'm going to knock down your club building and, like, make it, like, my seventh kitchen that I need for some reason. (laughs) So there's, like, this whole political power dynamic to the school. And the way they decide their differences is they have these food wars, which are just Iron Chef, like, football stadium arenas where they like pick a theme and they both agree to like the terms and conditions of the food war. And then there has to be like an odd amount of judges. And then whoever gets like the most judges wins and that's it. (laughs) But Erina is like this God who like can control the school politically because she's on the council of 10. And -hmm. then she can like expand her territory within the school basically (laughs) by just (laughs) defeating everybody in food wars. And so we find out like Erina's next target is this bowl club that's uh-huh. <laughs> that he's going to. And Soma just decides, he's like, oh, I'll do your food war for you. This kid gives zero fucks. He's just like, sure. Yeah, just like this stranger he just met, he's like, he, he like basically is like offended that they don't think a bowl, like a rice bowl is like legitimate like yeah. cuisine, basically. They're being snobby again. Yeah, so he takes offense to that. And then, fortunately for Soma, Erina decides to delegate this cooking battle to one of her like underlings and the underling is this girl that they nickname meat meat which is the 
the girl that wears the bikini. <laughs> her her title is that she's like the meat master. <laughs> and basically like her family owns like the biggest meat distributor in like Japan and she can get access to like the best quality beef in like that you can possibly get. Yeah. And she basically her strategy is basically she just like whatever the food word is, she just like out qualities people by having like better ingredients. His first food war is against this bodacious babe <laughs> and they have like a rice bowl challenge and so that's like the next hurdle that soma has to get through and he puts his he puts his uh ghoul life on the line on this basically because erina like makes the conditions that he'll get be expelled basically that's like the first hurdle and then like almost immediately after that there's like this training camp that starts up for like all the first years it's called like the training camp of hell which they have to go through like a ridiculous amount of like insane tests and like uh-huh. you know like uh 66 percent of like the fr- entire first year class gets expelled throughout like the course of this <laughs> this like training camp that they have and then that immediately like goes into this like competition tournament called the fall selection which is like the the council of ten is like 60 people and then they all compete in this like tournament to like basically it's basically for like the school to show off like all the kids in their first year talent and then like a bunch of like like rich people in the culinary industry get to like kind of like scalp them is like the idea but there's like one winner in the end and that's kind of i think i don't think they finished the tournament but like a big moment in the tournament is like the end of season one so like these first three episodes is just kind of like character introduction and then it like really ramps up and the show becomes like i would say it's like it's a good combination of like oh we're cooking and eating food and like character development from here on and then okay. maybe in like once once like the characters have been around like the same characters have been around for a while and you get to like season four season five it almost exclusively just becomes about cooking and eating the show <laughs> like there's there is like a bigger plot but it's like we know the characters at this point so we don't have to spend that much time outside of the cooking and the eating. <laughs> So it gets a little ridiculous. I think I actually the first time I watched this, I like might have like taken a break from watching it because I just, it just got like kind of repetitive. Mm. But like the first, at least like the first three seasons, I was like hooked on this show because I was really into the characters. But yeah, oh, what was I going to spoil? Oh, the big so the big like mystery thing that happens is like yeah. um, I think it's like after they go through the training camp and there's like a situation. They, what happens is throughout the show, like. Soma and Arina always end up being in these like compromised situations with each other. Like they'll run into each other like right outside like the ba- the bath house oh, <laughs> or course. whatever. Or like <laughs> they'll both forget something and they'll have to take a car together like back to campus. Do they get stuck in an elevator? Uh no, not an elevator, but the same idea, yeah. Of, like yeah. A, how like rom coms work, I guess. Maybe you're right. Maybe say <laughs> maybe I'm just forgetting how this goes in the end. <laughs> You're right. Like, it is, like, very stereotypical. But uh, at some point, you, like, under her breath, she says, like, like, she basically, like, thinks everybody's cooking is, like, beneath her or, like, worse than hers, except for, like, she's, like, oh, except for this one guy. But she, like, says it under her breath, and mm-hmm. someone, like, doesn't hear it. And then, like, later, she, like, has this, like, special book, and she takes a picture of it out, and it's, like, her next to this guy and the guy is someone's dad oh interesting yeah so 
you the the viewer gets to see that like Arena and Soma have this like deeper connection to each other, but Sona Soma and Arena like are totally unaware of like how close like like somebody important in their life is to each other, basically. And like the the build up and like the tension of that is like really, really good. I thought it was like really, really good. And I don't think it they don't like wait until like the end of the series. Cause the show is like five seasons. Oh, geez. They don't wait until the end of the series. I, I think I want to say like at some point in season two, they kind of like like they reveal it to each other and it's like a big moment or something. Okay. Interesting. And I didn't even spoil like what the like you know it's Soma it's Soma's dad, but even Soma doesn't really understand who his dad is. Mm. So there's a lot of there's a lot of mystery that I'd even I didn't explain. Now I'm vaguely worried that he's also her dad, and then things are. Off. <laughs> uh, Nate, Nate, don't worry about that. <laughs> okay. Oh uh, man, it's good. Okay. It's. I'll take your word for <laughs> You're it. You're not gonna. Give I, it a I don't. I don't Damn. think I have it in me. <laughs> Dang it! I really, <laughs> I really like. I was, I was just like after I successfully had you enjoy one anime i was just like i'm gonna go like into the deep end and just see how deep i can go did you think this one was gonna work yeah i thought after i rewatched the first three episodes and i was like okay i i can't make you watch more than these three episodes for the podcast <laughs> and like uh-huh. we just talked about this for so long so it would have been insane to keep talking and the nature of this podcast is like we watch it from the beginning but yeah i do think that what happens later is like something that you like you would enjoy the dynamic of the characters going forward, I believe. But unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I I really tried to come into it with an open mind. I appreciate that. Oof, did, it didn't work out for me this time. I'm not giving up though. This isn't gonna. We'll take a break from animes for a while, but I'm not giving up on this. <laughs> this is gonna be a mission one. of the podcast to find another one. Okay. I kind of like want to find like an etchy that you actually. <laughs> <laughs> Because the one okay. I don't think the one I the other one I sent to you was would be considered etchy, right? No, that was extremely tame. And yet, like I said, at the end of the day, the bodacious babes were not the the reason that I don't want to keep watching. This. Yeah, it is. I I am a little confused about what you don't like. Like you just don't like the dramatic moments, even though I think every dramatic moment in the show is supposed to be funny. <laughs> like it's like they're making they're making food in a school with ridiculous rules and they're taking it really seriously and it's funny (laughs) that part's fine but it's like there will be specific cutaway shots where like the animation style changes sometimes and then their eyes get real big and they're just like screaming about something and it's just like it it, like the sound is grating to me and it's just i don't well i don't know i can't i can't deal with it (laughs) Oh, okay. I don't know if that's avoidable. It, I think just like if you watch anime enough, it's just things that you don't even acknowledge like anymore. Like some of that happened in the one that I did like, but like to a lesser extent where like, yeah, I was fine. I think I could definitely get something that I've watched that's like similar to what you liked. Well, you didn't even say the name of what I, it I was called. Like the name of it. I'll, I'll describe it. It's like, it's basically there's a a guy in high school who's like, who looks like a full grown man. He does look like yeah, he does look pretty old. But he's like he's a uh, a manga artist and writer uh who actually like gets his work published even though he's still in high school, but he like he has like a what do they call the uh when the author doesn't use their real name? Um um a pen name? Yeah, he has like a pen name that like makes it sound like he's like a woman who writes these. He basically writes uh like romantic manga. Mm-hmm. Um 
and this this girl that goes to his school has like a crush on him and she's like trying in the very beginning she's like trying to admit to him that she has a crush on him but he thinks that she is just a fan of her manga like the way she phrases it is like unclear so he like is like oh i totally understand and he like signs like he gives her his autograph yeah he gives he gives her his autograph because <laughs> he thought that's what she was asking for and then like the rest of the show is like her like nervousness and just not being confident enough to tell him how she feels and then she, but she also like gets close to him at the same time and like helps him with becomes his, manga. his assistant <laughs> yeah basically like becomes his assistant and like helps him do like the background coloring of his manga and stuff and they become like really good friends but the guy is totally clueless and has no idea <laughs> yep <laughs> and a lot of the show is just his like internal uh, like her internal dialogue of like how she's thinking at every moment and i feel like it's like very relatable to like anybody who like had a crush on somebody in high school and just like yeah. isn't adult enough to deal with their emotions <laughs> you get a little bit of that in food wars as well as like like every time someone will like defeat somebody and then the mm -hmm. person will like fall in love with them after the fact like they hate them and then they love them it's like there's only the two extremes when it comes to soma well that's a lot of, of, of how he portrays himself. Yeah. I think yeah. is the reason. Yeah. It makes sense. It does I don't think it's uh ridiculous. But I found the title of the anime I liked. It was Monthly Girls Nozaki Kun. And that one was also on Netflix. Yeah. But who knows? I haven't checked. <laughs> All right. Are you done yet? Are you done with Food Wars? I, I think I'm I'm well done with Food Wars. Oh man. Oh, oh man. All right. You want to talk about what we're going to watch next time? So I get to pick, right? Well, from my list. <laughs> well, of things. well, 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 that was the plan. Uh huh. I have an alternate plan. Oh, of course you do. What What is this alternate plan? Don't take this as I never want to watch something that you recommend because that's uh -huh. what it's going to feel like. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But there's Can't something. <laughs> oh man. Um, there's something that's currently being released again, similar to why we like talked about Obi-Wan. Uh-huh. Um, that I thought might be good to talk about while it's hot. And what is this? Miss Marvel. Oh, okay. Have you watched Miss Marvel? I've not watched any Miss Marvel. Okay. As of right now, there are only two episodes out and I've watched them both. And I think all we'd have to do is just watch episode one and talk about it. We wouldn't have to watch both. But the high level of what the show is is it's a Pakistani high school girl in I believe it's take place in Jersey City. I assume that's in New Jersey. I don't actually know though. And imagine like somebody who's like a comic book like superhero nerd, except she lives in a world where like the Avengers exists. <laughs> okay. So she's like in particular, she's like very obsessed with Captain Marvel, of course. Okay. It's fun and it's good and I like it. Well now you've spoiled it. Oh, I've spoiled it because I like it. Well, I, yeah, I, I'm not gonna recommend we watch something. You <laughs> might, you might do that one day, but I'm not. I don't think I'll ever do that. You're, you're not gonna peanut butter squid us with a terrible show. No, <laughs> I don't have Noma's confidence. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe one day you'll work up to it, and then it'll be an extra big surprise because we weren't expecting it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Food Wars is like a show that would have been good to do this with, but I legitimately like it. <laughs> there are some other shows that like. I don't, I wouldn't say I hate them, but I don't care about them. Or I, specifically like animes that would also be funny to make you watch, but I don't actually like 
think they're amazing or anything. <laughs> it's just I know there are animes out there with like more ridiculous concepts. <laughs> but it's up to you. I'll let you decide. Do it. If it is it's current, let's go for it. Okay. All right. So next time we will talk about Miss Marvel. And then after that, Sarah will pick a show, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we can also get into like like because you've seen a good amount of the uh like miniseries content for the Marvel Universe as well, right? That's on Disney Plus. Uh, yeah, not okay. all of it. I don't think I haven't seen Hawkeye. Oh, that's on my list for Hawkeye. I was thinking that's actually like weirdly a um uh, Christmas like Christmas show. yeah like a Christmas <laughs> themed kind of show. I was actually thinking if we like if we can take this to Christmas <laughs> if we keep going all the way to Christmas. Mm-hmm. Do that one at Christmas. We time? could. Okay. It would be a good Christmas time one to do. But I think we can. In general, kind of like how we did with the Obi Wan. Mm -hmm. Talk about the other ones. Make it like a wider recommendation than just Miss Marvel. Yeah, sounds like a good plan. I like it. All right. So next time, Miss Marvel. Okay, Sarah, how can people contact us? You can email us at keepwatchingpod, P O D, at gmail.com. Uh, you can tweet at us at keepwatchingpod, Instagram at keepwatchingpod, and uh, on YouTube, we're at keepwatchingpod. You can leave uh, comments below be great let us know what you think especially of this episode if you listen to it that'd be amazing <laughs> thanks for listening everybody bye <laughs>